0: Hello! <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to Taranini, Creating Lasting Conversations. It's me, your host, Tonga Fanetti. Let's get straight into this episode's business. This right here is an episode that tries to make two large and seemingly different issues sit down at a round table and talk. Bringing together football and social justice issues seemed like an easy task at first, but when I ran early drafts of this idea, I struggled to strike a good balance between the two. On one end, I risked going full-on football, and in an approach that would leave non-sport enthusiasts wondering what the heck was happening, they would be swimming in a pool of cluelessness. On the other hand, I could go full-on society tackling, then fail to draw a link back to the sporting world. But the more I looked at it, I realized Sport and modern society are more interlinked than I had initially believed. What started off as a simple idea to discuss the wage gap between men's and women's football soon turned into a full blown social commentary on the world of sport and its effects on everything else. So after having a complete episode that I was ready to publish, I went back to the drawing board and redid the whole thing with a fresh approach. Okay, here we go. In women's sport, we talk a lot about equal pay. The focus of the conversation is usually on how women make less than men, the unfairness of the disparity, despite the equal amount of work they put in, and how female athletes often have to work full-time jobs on top of being full-time athletes. The U.S. women's soccer team has brought the conversation to the forefront over the last three years, after they won the World Cup in 2015, and I think they'll win it again this year. They playing the final against Netherlands pretty soon, anyway. It was revealed that the US women's team were paid a quarter of what the men earned. This was despite the women generating $20 million more than the men that year. The women's national team filed a wage discrimination act against the US and uh, in turn received a significant raise, increased game bonuses, improved you know, benefits, better travel time, and whatever and they got more financial aid for their players that were pregnant or adopting kids. But that was not enough. In March, the women's team filed a gender discrimination lawsuit against the US Soccer Federation. The media lasered in on the equal pay portion of the lawsuit, but ignored other facets. Here's one issue in the lawsuit that is more important than equal pay. The argument that the women's team is not marketed or promoted as much as the men which leads to lower attendances and merchandise sales. Okay, there is systematic sexism in sports that leads to unequal pay, which starts with how women are marketed by their own leagues. Let's look at the women's NBA, right, whose marketing budget makes it difficult for them to build a fan base and therefore revenue to support as athletes. The issue is not how women generate less revenue, thus they should get less, The issue is how we give women less room to generate revenue. Then we use the fact that they don't generate revenue against them. Allow me to elaborate. If I have two kids that I'm teaching to play an instrument, let's say, guitar. When I give one student a personal guitar and 10 hours of practice every week, then tell the other student that they can only use the guitar that I have at my house, thus limiting them to about two hours of practice every week. I've already begun a process of systematic discrimination. If one of those kids grows up to be the next Ed Sheeran and the other one struggles to get playing time at local bars, yes they're doing the same job but one will get paid less. When kid number two comes to me asking to get paid the same as kid number one because she's putting in the same effort and they're basically doing the same thing, if I dismiss kid number two by telling her that kid number one earns more because he brings more to the table. Is that really fair? Is that really true? That's the position that we find ourselves in right now. Google search soccer and go to images. The first indication of the woman of or any woman comes up only on the 8th row of images. I did the same for basketball. I looked up basketball players and the first woman was on the 11th row. Now, bear in mind. This was on a desktop, so about five to six pictures per row means I had to scroll through over 55 pictures to see a female ball player. We don't care about women's sport, we don't care about the women's game, because we're being told not to care about it. There is a World Cup, a whole World Cup going on right now, but there's more focus on AFCON, the COP America and the CONCAF Gold Cup as opposed to a whole World Cup. If it was a men's one, we wouldn't hear the end of it, you know. It's like that kid with the guitar. All the attention has been diverted to one end of the spectrum. Obviously, that end will succeed while the other is left malnourished. Brands remain reluctant. Uh, No, they remain, you know, resilient to embrace the opportunities of women's sport. In the most recent figures, of you know how brands support sport uh, the study of the market between 2011 and 2013 which found that female sports account for a mere 0.4% of total sports sponsorship. To put that into perspective global sports sponsorship was worth over 106.8 billion over those three years but just 427.2 million was spent on the women's sport. One of those kids will become Ed Sheeran, while the other one goes unnoticed. The fault is on neither of these kids. The fault is on me. The fault is on how society views sport. It really draws back to our culture. Our young girls are sheltered, they're painted as fragile. I mean, I get the obvious biological differences, but I'd like to believe that most of it is a mental prejudice. The girl is seen as a weak link in a team sport, therefore she's given She's, even if she's given the chance to prove herself, she then believes she's a weak link and she's okay with it. When the boys don't pass the ball to her, she's okay with it. She's okay with just standing at the back of the field away from all the action. She'll never do as good as she could have done because of that cage that we have built holding her back. The cage is not only sport, it's academic. Who says, girls can't be amazing at math and engineering. It's an art who says, girls can't be the superhero who saves the day who says they can't be the super agent who says they always need the saving who says she can't rap who says she can't build her own house who says she's a bad driver who says she's slow who says she can't score a puskas worthy goal who says she can't do great we've got to stop trying to justify injustice and systematic discrimination i mean 80 percent of the people asked what they thought about the matter justified it with the whole revenue argument and other sorts i was on that train too you know citing attendance stats shirt sales and a plethora of other arguments only recently did i realize it's not about equal pay it's about equal opportunity gosh i sound like such a feminist right now Okay, this is something that just came to me as an afterthought. I was watching the pre-game interview for Sunday's World Cup Final. Um, and the USA captain, uh, Megan rapinoe I don't know how to pronounce this, her name. She says it makes absolutely no sense for them to schedule three finals on the same day. The Women's World Cup Final, uh, the Copa America Final, and the CONCAF Gold Cup Final on the same day she says world cup final is cancel everything day which is true i mean in the past especially for for men's games you know there's games that are put on their own and there's like a week it's just that game the focus the whole world's focus is on that game you have the world cup final and the champions league final right so i mean why would then they put the women's world cup final the same day as two other men's games they just don't care and you know they then say oh they don't bring revenue but how do you bring revenue if your biggest game of it happens once every four years your biggest game is put on the same day as two other games i mean it just goes to show the systematic discrimination systematic sexism i mean it's there can't hide it i can't justify it anymore and uh yeah anyway special thanks goes to everyone who helped make this episode um there's a lot of footage that was sent through that i didn't end up putting in the final cut but best believe i used it to you know help me think All right, there you have it. Thanks for listening. Uh, send through your thoughts and opinions to my Instagram at taranini01, my Twitter at nennitara, or email me on taranini01 at gmail.com. It's me, your host, Tawanga Fanetti, and until next time, over and out.